Hi, my name is John Garfield. It's uh, November 10th, 2019. One of the questions we all have is, where is my open door in the kingdom? We see other people doing great things, you know, and I don't think it's envy, but it is a sense that uh, we all kind of wish that I could be doing something great as well. <laughs> so that's something that the Father has wired into us, um, the 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 really the deep heart desire to please him and to be involved in his kingdom. Um, so where is your open door to the kingdom? Where do I find that? Uh, we'd all like to be the hero of our story. We all want to hear well done. Uh, we all like the sense of uh, his favor filling our sails. And we all like to touch the miraculous on, the, on occasion to... Uh, have signs and wonders confirming what he's doing. Um, it confirms his presence with us, his favor on us. Um, we don't need to stack up a bunch of miracles, but it's nice when they, <laughs> when they do confirm our direction. Uh, so the problem is that the resistance to you finding your open door is real. It's not easy. Oppositions come from our head trash, uh, our traditional beliefs about what's possible. And the army of institutional folks uh, in our mountain, not just church, but it could be business, education, whatever. Uh, that army of people who really want to keep us in serfdom, just uh, be content to be told what to do. Um, and they may be intentional or they may just not know any better. Um, Matthew 23, verse 13, But woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, because you shut off the kingdom of heaven from people, for you do not enter yourselves nor do you allow those who are entering to go in. So I'm just chasing that word entering in the Greek, <clears throat> wherever it goes. <laughs> and that's where this came from. So it gets worse. We're fuzzy on where the door is and, and what's on the other side. Entering the kingdom has some traditional definitions uh, that lead to somewhere or nowhere. So one is the kingdom is salvation. So after I'm saved, I'm just sitting around waiting for my life to go by so I can go to heaven. Uh, the rapture would speed it up. <laughs> That's one motive for the rapture. <laughs> or uh, some of us believe the kingdom is church. So I get saved and go to church. And, uh, and then the rest of my life is sitting in pews, uh, potlucks, and home meetings. The third one is kingdom is my message or my gift. Um, so now we have an army of stage preachers looking for the next victim. Um, none of those are exactly what kingdom is all about. So I've given you a, a graphic uh, in the blog that I really like. Uh, and I want to suggest that the door is in heaven. So where's the door and what does it open? Jesus said the keys to the kingdom of heaven. The word heaven is what the keys open. Uh, that's what sons do. They go to their father's house. They open the doors in heaven and they go there. The Bible's full of talk about going to Zion um, Jesus went up into a mountain uh, or into a mountain seven different times. Uh, Transfiguration is the most notable. I don't think the Bible rec uh, records all of them. Um, Matthew 16, 19, I will give you the keys of the kingdom in heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall have been bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall have been loosed in heaven. So there's a reason to go there. And I want to suggest, uh, where's your prayer closet? It's that, that closet is not in your house. <laughs> it's in his house. Sons enter uh, the council of heaven. They enter, they use those keys to get into 
uh, a place that's not accessible and it's heaven. So I want to suggest that uh, we can go public with the things that we hear in heaven. Listen to this. Uh, you'll hear secret things in the secret place, but you can let the mouse out of the bag. Our job is to go to the Father's house. That's Zion, heaven, the council, the courts. Uh, find the secrets in our Father's heart and bring them to earth. Uh, when you see heaven, uh, what you see in heaven will expose darkness. It can be the binding aspect of binding and loosing, or it can prophetically create new blessings on earth, or be the loosing aspect of binding and loosing. Um, so in Matthew 10 verse 26 it says don't be afraid of them there's nothing concealed that will not be disclosed or hidden that will not be made known I tell you the uh, I tell you in the dark speak in the what I tell you in the dark speak in the daylight now we read that verse like oh man don't don't say things that you don't want to you know get spoken in heaven uh, what he's really saying is go to heaven Hear what I tell you in the secret place, and then speak it on earth. Um, so what is whispered in your ear, proclaim from the rooftops. Proverbs 25, verse 2, the, the glory of God, it is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but the glory of kings to search out a matter. So there's this a strategy or purpose behind all this uh, keys and going to heaven, etc. All creation is waiting for sons Romans 8, 19, to be manifest because they are uh, the seers and doers who know how to, who, to ascend to heaven and bring the kingdom back to earth. Jesus pointed to David's example as the norm for us. Uh, he entered uh, the house of God, heaven, not the church down the street, um, and he got the showbread, which is symbolic of God's purposes or works, and and he did it in spite of the institutional resistance, mostly between our ears. <laughs> so Luke 6, verse 3, have you ever, never read that David did when he and his companions were hungry? He entered the house of God, and taking the consecrated bread, he ate what is lawful only for priests to eat, and he also gave some to his companions. <laughs> so he's going into the, you know, the holy place, grabbing the showbread, eating some, and passing it on to his friends. Um, that's a picture of sons going to the council and bringing stuff back. Does that make sense? Kingdom is getting much clearer. We're bringing heaven to earth in every mountain. And uh, so we're, you and I are invited to our Father's house. Yes, it's in heaven. Yes, that sounds mystical. Uh, you won't get there in your mind. Uh, it's an experience of the heart. Just like salvation, we experience it first and explain it second. And I'm not dodging the, the theological and scriptural questions. Uh, we recommend The Unseen Room by Michael Heiser and Seers and Doers by John Garfield for a foundation. Uh, Heiser's book is 350 pages of um, theology, and it reads really well. So I recommend that highly. So your questions do deserve solid answers, and, and they're in those two books. I can't do it in a 10-minute video. So... What's the practice? The kingdom is practical both in wisdom and revelation, Ephesians 1.17. So I'm bringing back purpose, ideas, and boldness that can be implemented in the here and now. When I first started this concept, I thought that, well, we'll bring back healings, we'll bring back money, uh, we'll bring back specific things, whatever that is. And what I really found out is we bring back 
what the Father's doing. We bring back his purpose coupled with the authority and the boldness to speak those things into existence, what, whatever's needed. So we know the Father's purpose and we're sons. So we're sort of writing checks on his bank account and, and we're implementing his purpose on earth in his power or in Jesus' name. That's why Jesus says, ask whatsoever. Because once you know his purpose, it's Katie bar the door. Whatever it takes to accomplish that purpose is yours. Um, so um, this, the, the product that has value for other people and sells uh, for a profit uh, that people happily buy is part of bringing something back for a purpose. It's an, there's an entrepreneurial aspect to it. So this expression of being entrepreneurial is really part of our spirituality. Evidence, you went to the Father's house and brought something practical back that blesses the earth. So the Father's counsel is for sons. Uh, it's real and it's so much fun. Like David, we naturally want to give some to our friends. Uh, we're compelling them to what? What are we compelling people into? Um, to come into his house. It's not just salvation. It's not the church down the street. Uh, we're inviting them into their purpose that's written on their heart that is also written on the Father's heart. We're inviting them into their mountain. We're inviting in, them into a reformation of nations. It's a party with the tribe. And sons who meet the Father in the council get to taste this whole world. Um, Luke 14, verse 23, And the master said to the slave, Go out into the highways and among the hedges and compel them to come in. In other words, enter in so that my house may be filled. Where, where is his house? Heaven. We're compelling people to come into heaven that his house may be filled with sons. Um, so there's a, a, a personal aspect. When, when we come back, this whole binding and loosing thing kicks, kicks in. We know the Father's purpose and whatever's consistent with what we see in heaven. We're, we're binding what's not permitted in heaven. We're loosing what is seen in heaven. So there's this practical aspect of entering. Uh, so the Father knocks and enters our hearts. We too can enter the hearts of people and bring them what came from the council. Like David, we can share the showbread with our companions. So there's one aspect of us entering into the kingdom of heaven, uh, but there's another aspect of coming back to earth and being able to enter into the hearts of men. Um, so we can <clears throat> loose books of people and welcome them into the kingdom via the council. In their assignment, we can prophetically tell them their story and invite them into their heroic role. Uh, no one is resistant to such an invitation. I want to suggest that it works for people that even don't even know the Lord. If you can touch prophetically what God has written in their hearts, they will come alive to that. Uh, it's an evangelistic technique. So no one's resistant to that kind of an invitation to become themselves and to get in touch with what God has already written in their hearts. And we can also set captives free from deception or, or oppression from the enemy. We can bind the spirit that's in influencing them. Uh, so we're not you know, doing witchcraft over people. We're not binding people, but we can pray uh, to bind the spirit that's oppressing them or deluding them. Um, so you'll see specific strategies for specific people in the council and effectively watch it happen in heaven before it happens on earth. So um, 
the, the Father is knocking on the doors of our hearts, so are we. We're doing what the Father's doing. We're bringing the good news of heaven to all of earth. Um, it includes salvation, includes discipleship in the church, it includes purpose and products that have value, and a strategy for the nations or reformation. It all starts in the Father's house with uh, his sons being in his council. And I want to recommend that you go there. And a place to start is by reading Seers and Doers. Uh, God bless. Have a great week, Father. I'm just releasing a jailbreak, Father, of your people into the liberty and the love. And, Father, the, uh, just the joy of being in your house. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen.